right. Well, this is a special episode, kind of impromptu for Empires of the Future. But we haven't actually had one of these in a few weeks because of the holidays. And so we were planning not to meet this week because I had some kid issues. But uh, we thought the the events of yesterday demanded at least us having a conversation about this, the historical day of January the 6th, which will be remembered for a long, long time. Um, alongside 9-11. It's just one of those days that will kind of be fixated within our minds. And um, and so where were you when you heard about what happened yesterday? Um, so usually the way I operate uh, as far as kind of engaging with what's happening in the world is uh, look at news, uh in the morning, I read the Bible in the morning, I look at actually social media in the morning, I don't have uh, Facebook on my phone or any of the, uh, any social media that's going to pop up messages, I don't need any more of right. that showing up, my, my, I am easily distracted, and so my phone, I keep it as uh, low distraction as possible, as possible yeah. and, and you know, by just logging in in the mornings, uh, I can check it out, and then get away from it, Yeah. so I uh, had some other things going on yesterday, so I was running late at uh, looking into that. And I, so I actually first saw it when I logged on to YouTube, and it was the uh, headline story mm. that people were uh, breaking into the Capitol. Um, and so, yeah, I saw uh, what was happening. But I, I guess we should start uh, at the beginning, right, as far as... Uh, what led to uh, this um, after it became clear that the results of the election uh, were not going to go in uh, President Trump's way uh, he remarked on Twitter that the the day that the Electoral College counted the ballots was going to be a wild day in Washington and and calling for it, and so a rally is one thing. And, and if uh, if folks aren't aware, there was a, a rally. What I believe it was called the Save America rally mm-hmm. uh, that happened yesterday. And, and of course, he's going to speak at that. And I think everybody's fine with uh, calling your people together uh, sure. at, at any point. Um, it was what happened after uh, that is the concern, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was uh, all day yesterday. I, you know, I the the day of when the Congress uh, affirms the Electoral College. I didn't even think about it as something that actually happened. I never really even like thought about it. Right. Uh, you know, um, it's not something that has ever been controversial. So therefore, like, I don't know if it's ever been on even on the news as something you watch, maybe on C-SPAN or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so when I heard like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, Congress has to approve the Electoral College and that's going to be where they're going to like bring up some concerns. I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't even know anything about that being a thing. Um, and, uh, and so again, I hadn't even thought much about it even up till yesterday. Uh, and, uh, I actually overheard some, I was on Saturday of last week. I was there and working on a sermon for Sunday and doing some work on it. And, uh, it was at the Panera Bread on the west side, and I heard two older men talking about, are they going up to D.C.? And I thought they were talking about the inauguration, never thinking about the day that Congress affirms the Electoral College. So, right. again, I never really even thought about it. Um, so yesterday, 
uh, I was at Panera Bread again, and uh, my wife calls me and says, hey, I need you to pick up Maggie from school uh, because you have the car seat for the baby, and you know, I don't have it. So, you, so I went and go pick, pick her up, and I was just happened to listen to NPR. And they were basically doing a like live commentary on what was going on, and I was just shocked. I didn't really... Uh, this was just... This was ridiculous. I can't believe this is actually happening. Um, and then got out my phone and started watching uh, Fox News or CNN or something, watching what was going on and trying to figure out and putting pieces together about what was going on and why it was going on. And and, um, and so, yeah, so then I had heard that there was a rally that morning that President Trump led near the White House um, because around some time, I don't know what time it was, um, they were going to have the confirmation of the Electoral College. And Mike Pence, Vice President Pence, was going to be involved in that. And that kind of got the ball rolling a little bit because Mike Pence was going to, he was going to oversee it. He was going to mm-hmm. affirm the Electoral College. He was right. going to affirm the vote to the people. He was not going to get in the way. Right. And President Trump wanted him to. Right. And, uh, yeah, the president asked him to uh, not just not certify uh, the results of the Electoral College, but in fact to to overturn them. As uh, if he had the power to do so. Right. right. And and uh, and then, so Mike Pence is on the floor uh, certifying the results of the Electoral College and saying, in fact, uh, as uh, there's a little bit of um, kind of understanding of how you cover yourself in this, that uh, in the last week, um, since in the last week, uh, Donald Trump has called the... Uh, Attorney General of Georgia, right, to ask him. Secretary of State. Sorry, Secretary yeah, of State yeah, in Georgia to to certify the results there in a different way than they actually came out. And and of course the these people, it's it's a it's a very intimidating thing to just say no to a sitting president. Yeah. So what they did was they released uh, in in the Secretary of State of Georgia released transcripts of the in a recording of the phone call Washington because of course he had a, a lawyer that was on the phone with them uh, this is the boldness of Donald Trump uh, to directly ask this with a lawyer present and so they released that to the New York Times and I believe some other news sources just uh, to both say I told him I wasn't going to do this and I am making sure he doesn't go away from it saying some different story I, and and that uh, story went through the New York Times and some other news outlets um, uh, and, and the same treatment was given to Mike Pence uh, by uh, Donald Trump to say, hey, you know, uh, why don't you try to make this uh, vote go a different way? Uh, you know, in the, in the past week, um, basically various Republicans have had to kind of make their final decision of whether they're going to uh follow Donald Trump all the way down this road or not, and uh, you can understand here that uh, the Secretary of State in Georgia said that he would not, as, mm-hmm. as did Mike Pence, mm-hmm. as did Mitch McConnell, only right. recently, right. Uh, came out yesterday on the floor of uh, uh, the Senate, uh, actually on, on the House, they were in a joint session mm-hmm. because of the Electoral College, and, right. and he said, uh, you know, look, the time's up, mm-hmm. I'm not going along with this anymore, uh, we have to accept the election results at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, and meanwhile, encouraged his Republican colleagues to do the same. Right. Right. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, Ted Cruz has gone the opposite direction in uh, in the past week. Josh Hawley had turned... From Missouri. Yeah, from Missouri. Uh, 
strangely, I think unexpectedly to a lot of people, um, jumped on board with the Trump train in this uh, in this regard, and and so we'll see where those stories ultimately uh, take them, because yeah. uh, we have 13 days left of Donald Trump's presidency at this moment. I I. Uh, We'll have to get to later what was the aftermath, because the aftermath uh, seems to have been an interesting night, not only in Congress, but in the office of the president, the office of the vice president. Uh, You know, 50 years from now, we may be hearing uh, details of some conversations that went on, because it seems like some important things did happen uh, behind closed doors, as well as in open the the session of Congress overnight. It's so interesting because uh, I really think, you know, obviously the story is, there's a lot of characters in the story. You have President Trump, obviously. You have the th- hundreds of thousands, I think is what the number was, uh, of people who had come to D.C. to to let their voices and their anger be shown, right? Yep. Uh, and they... Um, by the by, the influence of the president of the United States, they uh, sieged the U.S. Capitol, which is the first time it's happened since 1812 when the right. British attacked D.C. Right. Uh, the other major character in the story is Mike Pence, who, when he joined Trump's ticket in 2016, was kind of a Okay, the I I wasn't I didn't grow up in Indiana, so I didn't vote for Mike Pence when he was governor because I didn't live in the state, so I was very unfamiliar with him as a. I just knew that you know he had a little bit of backlash when the uh, religious liberty uh, legislation that had passed in Indiana, and you know he was kind of let's say he was not a, a friend of a lot of people uh, because he of, of of that particular law when he was governor. So he becomes vice president with Trump. And um, there was kind of a questionable decision, and a lot of people wondering why, what's what what is he doing? He, he hasn't really spoken much during the four years while he was vice president. Doesn't uh, really rock the boat with Trump at all. Um, it seems like he's a loyal, um, you know, loyal supporter of the of the president, and is a supportive vice president until this particular yesterday, where Trump basically puts him up to do something which. Number one, he doesn't have the law. He doesn't have the legal authority to do so, but he speaks. Now we could say he spoke too late, but he does speak. I, I just want to read what he says. He says the presidency doesn't belongs to the American people and to them uh, alone. It is my considered judgment that my oath to support and defend the Constitution constrains me from claiming un, un, unilateral authority to determine which electoral votes should be con- should be counted and which should not. Um, and obviously that caused President Trump to tweet negative things about Vice President Pence. Um, and, uh, you know, he, uh, how will Mike Pence be remembered will be interesting down the road, you know. Um, you know, he, I, I watched, I don't know if you watched last night, him standing there next to Nancy Pelosi and them, you know, doing the very mundane reading of electoral votes like it right. was quite ordinary right because you know the um the machinery is basically the electoral votes are counted in all the states and then they're mailed to yeah. the capital and yeah. then they stand there yeah. and read them they read that's them. what we're looking at here. they have tellers that different elected officials from different states like they have like a, a few like three or four of them that will come and read from each state and they'll read it and 
and the, you know, the vice president hands it to them and they read it and then they hand it back. And there's just a very formalistic, but very, yeah, just very simple process. Um, and you saw, you saw him there standing there and, and, you know, his name is being mentioned, you know, uh, these five electoral votes go to president Trump from Florida and vice president Pence from the state of Indiana. Right. Uh, and then other states that they lost, you know, there was like Georgia and some of these contested states, they, you know, read, you know, who won those. And he's standing there and doing this process, doesn't even look shaken by this, but, you know, resolved in his, in what his position is and what his responsibility is, what his duty is to the country. Uh, and there were, you know, again, there were some states that contested, you know, there mm-hmm. was people that stood up and contested uh, these electoral uh, votes that were determined by, by, I believe it was Arizona, uh, Georgia, uh, Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania mm-hmm. were the states that were contested. Um, and it was just fascinating to watch this. Um, they, they ended up finishing close to 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, but what, like, in your viewpoint, what does this say about President Trump? So... Uh, so what took place? Uh, after this rally, uh, the group moved to the Capitol. And uh, keep in mind that a really important element of this is that it is called for that these electoral ballots would be accounted for on January 6th. 6th. Yeah. That yesterday was the day. This right. is when you have to do it. Right. And so they're in session because they have to be, because it is required that they be. And so then you have this situation of a group of people outside who don't want this to happen and a group of people inside who are called by their job right. to accomplish this today. Right. Uh, on yesterday, I mean Wednesday. And in what I, I think is the strangest happening... <laughs> This group decides to charge into the Capitol or to enter the Capitol where, keep in mind, it would be one thing if we were in a situation where, uh, pre-COVID, where people, the public is allowed into the Capitol during those times in yeah. some to some degree. We're not in that situation right now. No, There's no uh, general public coming through the Capitol. The only people who have been coming through the Capitol are people who are working there, right. whether in an official government capacity or just working to clean. And, and, and those are the, the only people who are there are there with intention because it's their jobs, basically. Right. Right. And so it's a very easy security situation if you have a badge and you're working you can be here if not you can't but the decision was made somewhere by someone to put all of the congressmen congresswomen the senators anybody who was there working in official uh, capacity to get them out of the chambers and put them in a place where they could be protected, whether that means downstairs or uh, in, in side rooms, and to evacuate the main area and where eventually these protesters were able then yeah. to come right in to the Capitol. Now, there are, people have said, you know, well, there are too many people to keep back. Um, the decision was made that rather than trying to stop them by force to let them 
come in. I, I think of all the things uh, we will talk about, that is one of the most foolish things that has happened. Yeah. Um, this sends a statement uh, to embolden anyone who wants to do something like this, that it, how could you not be prepared for this eventuality, given, given everything that we knew? Um, and, and then t- to say, well, it, it, it was, it was just too much or you can't hold the line in this instance. Well, eventually what had to happen is a show of force had to happen. People had to come in and run these people out. And so uh, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever that that is what occurred, but that is what transpired. And in, in our day of all this media, uh, coverage, what you saw is people, uh, with Trump flags and various outfits walking through the Capitol. Um, uh, one woman was shot, taken to the hospital. She has since died. Mm -hmm. Now, my understanding is that, um, while the Capitol in general, uh, was broken into and people were walking through it, that there were sections of it or near and or nearby buildings where they were keeping the officials and those were, they had armed guards. So yeah. if you went down the wrong staircase, uh, you, Whatever, yeah. you yeah. regretted your decision. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that, that did happen, but, uh, this persisted. I mean, the, this started, I think you said in the article, something like two Oh four Eastern yeah. time, uh, when this all started yesterday. So one, uh, one Oh four here in, in the central time zone. And, and I was watching that as, as this was happening. And I think a lot of us who saw this are kind of going, how has this? How is that possible? How does how yeah? How has this happened? Um, yeah, it just the whole thing seems so odd that it, I know that it's been twenty years since nine eleven, but the odds that that large group of people could just walk up to the doors of the Capitol and just go where go, just force themselves in it just seems so odd, especially since in the last what six months or so with rioting that has happened with Black Lives Matter and these type of things that and other protests that have happened and then election happened and that's kind of the conflicts that have happened that especially with the social media world like there's no reason why they they obviously they underestimate there's one one level of thinking they underestimated how many people were going to be a part of this that was the that, that, okay that's a potential mistake uh and you can't really understand all right, well how would you, how could you possibly underestimate how could you under under Kind of, there's no way that that many people will show up. The other part gets into kind of conspiracy theory type territory, which is hard not to. And you, you start to kind of go wild with your thinking of, okay, you know, Trump brought in the National Guard when there was fears of Black Lives Matter tearing down national monuments in D.C. Was President Trump involved in withholding National Guard from being available? Is this so? It, it allow it, it just it. it it's hard not to go there and right. think, well, you have the President of the United States, she's the Commander-in-Chief, who can tell the Pentagon, hey, we don't want National Guard on duty on this particular day. It just seems all. You don't want to say that, but you're. it's hard not to just start thinking that way. Right. That, that is fishy. There are many questions that need to be answered about why that happened that way, because once you let this number of people in, it is... It is a much more difficult task to then Get them out. come into a yeah. place where, I mean, they're all again all on the news and on social media. You see 
people sitting at desks yep. of congressmen and congresswomen. You see people sitting at uh, the platform where Mike Pence had been a, right. an hour or two previous and, and everywhere. Yeah. And if you're going to go in and take over a, a place that has been occupied by somebody else, that's a much more difficult job than holding certain points and protecting uh, the space that you already have. And, and so it persisted for a while that this was the state. And um, during this time, uh, yes, uh, Donald Trump did put out on Twitter, maintain the peace, peaceful protests. Um, but there were calls I watched uh, as Joe Biden came on television and he said this is not acceptable this mm-hmm. is a dark day for democracy as it was this is this is a sign to every bad actor in the world that we are not on top of what we should be on top of we are not keeping up with uh the many important situations in our world that need to be kept up with because we're, we're not keeping the integrity of our own Capitol building during a time that we know is one of the most crucial yeah. uh, in our democracy, which is uh, this this idea of peaceful transfer of power that you've heard so much about, which has been the, one of the crowns of American democracy. Uh, I mean, and, and in fact, probably the crown that we started out, we decided we weren't going to have a king, we put that on the shoulders of George Washington, a man who people thought was trustworthy enough to let go of power, which is very difficult, and it held up. He set an example that was followed up until the present. We, we have literally um, not had, uh, I guess you could start talking about Franklin Delano Roosevelt and how he stayed in the presidency for four terms during right. the period, keep in mind, of... World War II, uh, right. some pretty serious uh, issues happening right. uh, in the world at that time. He was time. elected to four different terms, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Didn't fi- finish the fourth. Right. Right. He died in office. Mm-hmm. Um, so people have been in office. Now they were elected to stay in office. Uh, people have been in office for a long time. Um, but... This was uh, what the president uh, did put out as people uh, had stormed into the uh, uh, the House of Representatives uh, for this count. Uh, there were some bombs have been found. Um, Republican and Democratic. National Convention buildings, I think, is where exactly. they found bombs, yeah. Right. So, um, I haven't read anyone saying that this was a an entirely peaceful protest, but uh, that is not, uh, you, you just can't back that up no. at, at this point. No. Um, so that's the state of affairs for a while. Uh, after Joe Biden uh, speaks uh, and basically says, you know, enough is enough, and he calls for Donald Trump to speak to this, uh, there's a video released shortly within that. I was watching within a half hour. Uh, Donald Trump released a video on Twitter. After 4 o'clock, I believe, yeah. Um, and said, appreciate what you're doing. In fact, he said, I love you. Mm-hmm. They stole the election from us. But this is not uh, not something we can do anymore. Go home. And, and 
so there is mixed messaging, but yeah. in this mixed messaging, uh, I love you and appreciate you. Right. Uh, you should not appreciate any no. of this. No. Uh, this is a sad day for democracy. This is this is not upholding the rule of law. This is not upholding the peaceful transfer of power. This is, in fact, an attempt at the destruction of the rule of law right. and at the peaceful transfer of power. I mean, that's what it is. Right. It, it is. It is saying to the peaceful transfer of power, I want to stop it, and then doing everything you can to stop it. This yeah. is the day when this action was called for, and specifically this group showed up that day and didn't just voice their disapproval, which you are free to do in this country. That is, that is the line, folks. Right. That is the line. And as the, 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 the mayor, or the, it was the mayor of D.C. and also the police commissioner said, it's like, we have First Amendment protests here all the time. Right. It, it's not like, which creates go back to your question, like, how's a, how could they not been prepared for this? But I think they're, they're not, it's, just, they're, it's common. It's common for people to gather, to right. protest, uh, in front of the U.S. Capitol on the lawn. There's a mm-hmm. lawn in front of the Capitol. But of all the years of First Amendment protests, no one has ever gathered a large group of people and literally broke down the doors. Right. <laughs> right. And I mean, and like pictures of people taking like podiums right. with the seal of the U.S. Congress on it and taking pictures in the majority leader's, I mean, the, the Speaker of the House's office. Right. Um, it, it, that picture alone was, I think, one of the more appalling. Just that and the guy in the crazy buffalo suit standing sure. there, you know, from where the Speaker of the House and where the Vice President also stand sit during the State of the Union. Right. Right. It's it's embarrassing to the world. It's shameful. Uh, um, and you know. This is this is that feasting day for the governments like the Chinese and the Russians mm-hmm. and the Iranians right. Right. and the North Koreans and all the other other countries that have kind of said America is not as great as you think they are. They uh, are hypocrites, um, and yeah, the the values of the Western world are are smoke and mirrors. Really, they're, they're not really worth. Right. They're not values. They're they're and so it, it just gives them more ammunition. Uh, just speak to third world countries and say, "Oh, you know what you need to do is you need to establish a strong uh, dictatorship that has cap- capitalistic market based economic system, and that's what you need to have." And mm-hmm. ignore the American way. Look, I mean, look. There's an example yeah. of how the American way works. Yeah, I, people just break down the doors. Right. I do want to say there's some language of civil religion that I think is unnecessary. Uh, that you just. It, doesn't need people to talk about the sacred space that sure. that was that was you know broken into and desecrated. Yeah, uh, look, this is not a sacred space. This is uh, this is a disruption in the way that we have agreed to operate our government. Right. And and while that may be uh, a little bit everyday sounding, uh, now look, we we don't change the way we operate our government by force. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, uh, we don't want to operate that way. Right. Uh, that is how dictatorships work. Is that whoever has the most power just takes what they, they want. want, and ultimately, right. I mean, they end up just killing right. whoever they don't like. Elections are nothing. You, oh, yeah, sure, we'll have an election. Oh, I didn't lose. You know, my opposition leader. I got more votes than they did, and I forced whatever election results I want. I mean, P- Putin's been doing that in Russia for right. years. Right. Um, phony elections. Phony, and, yeah. 
And uh, what this is, is it is a, a transgression against the agreed-upon methods of our country. And we have a, a way to change the way we do things, and that is by legislation. And that's why we invest people with the ability to vote, so that if you care about change in this country, we have means to do it. And protesting is one of those ways, breaking into the Capitol and disrupting uh, the agreed-upon operations of it is not the way to do it. And then, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's not allowed. It is, it is foolish. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, evil because it, it is anarchy. It is right. transgressing against the rule of the people. Right. Uh, it, it is taking over uh, by force. So not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. So what do you think, you know, um, what do you think should happen with President Trump? I know that he, you know, obviously Biden's taking office on January the 20th, um, 13 days from now. Um, what do you think the appropriate thing is? I mean, obviously he's not acting um, in good faith. He's not acting as a responsible leader, not an honorable leader. Right. I would even say, I mean... The actions that happened yesterday, he in, he initiated insurrection, right? right. And uh, that's treasonous, treasonous. I mean, by law, they could like, you know, uh, that's a capital punishment level crime, right? Uh, to lead a tre- treasonous act, right? Um, but what did what do you think the the government should do? It see, I, I, I was hearing it said yesterday, Trump has taken the country hostage. You know, by this, this kind of errand of the election has been stolen from me, and um, I'm not going to allow the government, the, the the country, just to transition into a new administration. I mean, how do you set up a new administration when the current one refuses to even acknowledge that he's lost, right? right. Um, and so, like, do you think uh, impeachment? Do you think Twenty Fifth Amendment? Do you think okay, well, it's just he says that he's going to have. A, a peaceful transition from day, this today onward. Should we believe that? I mean, what do you think? So to sharpen that, you, your biggest problem is that um, the way the way this works in our country is that the people elect for four years a leader, mm-hmm. an executive who carries out constitutional duties. Right. And uh, since we don't have a king who would have a consistent will, right? The will of our country, in theory just gets decided every four years, and then we have a person who carries out that will. Right. So for the next 13 days, the people have chosen this man to be the chief executive. That's the sharpest way to say the problem, uh, mm-hmm. as far as, yes, he has incited a certain group to violence, but we have just talked about not transgressing the will of the people, and the people chose this man to be the president. So the first thing to say is that if there is any way to finish out these 13 days, we need to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, overnight, I do believe a lot of these questions got explored. Um, because when you ask the question, at what point will we say 
this man is unfit to right. be our and president. That's enough, right? And, yes, yeah. and uh, I think people have have been exploring that. Uh, the the best evidence for that is that, uh, like you said early this morning, uh, somewhere around four a.m., the electoral college. Hey, look, they worked all night. Good for them. Yeah, they came back in after the building had been checked out. Came in, did their job, stayed up all night. You know, when's the last time that yeah. you heard of Congress pulling an all-nighter that right. way? This will be memorable for them as well. What a, what a job for the chief of staff of, of Mike Pence and said, hey, good job, sir. Uh, way to, you know, finish out the, the duty here. So everyone's calling for you to initiate the 25th Amendment. So if you'd like to get all of uh, the cabinet together and you all to, to you know, decide if President Trump's unfit to lead, and then that would make you president. <laughs> <laughs> for the 13 days. Right. Wow, uh, what a so what a mess. So then, uh, when I got to the office uh, early this morning, I had a meeting early this morning, and I, I brought up uh, my news service, and the first item was uh, President Trump uh, agrees to a peaceful transfer of power, says he will concede the right. election. Uh, I very much believe some Something hard conversations yeah. happened overnight. I think and so. He knew uh, it was time to behave differently, yeah. and uh, and he's agreed to do so. And 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 given that, uh, you know, look, uh, like I said, he did come out on Twitter and claim uh, in a video that the election was stolen from him while he was supposedly there to calm these uh, protesters and rioters. That's not the way to do it. No. And so we'll see. I you know day by day, I anticipate it's going to be interesting. Uh, because this is uncalled for. It's unacceptable. We can't. We can't have this. This is one of those situations where doing th- the things that have been done emboldens other people. Uh, I don't want to keep raising the bar on on people acting the way people have acted. Right. Um, some people seem to understand that that we're going to have to do a lot of work to mm-hmm. to improve from here. And you know yeah. what you said first thing that this was a, a dark day for our country. Man, I hope that a couple of years from now we look back on this and we go, yeah, that was the low point. I don't want any lower points than this. Right. But right. this is low enough. Right. Um, we don't need to get any lower than this. And so I hope he can fill out the term. Uh, I think that's best for the constitutional. Republic that we operate under. It's, it is the will of the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people have now elected a different president for the next four years, and uh, we will get to his administration. In, uh, in 13 days, mm-hmm. the Constitution will no longer be yeah. behind Donald Trump right. uh, and his presidency. Right. Whether he claims it or not, that really makes no difference. Right. Uh, the, the, the rule of law in that situation will point to another person as the chief executive, and Donald Trump will be a former chief executive mm-hmm. who will receive Secret Service protection and and all the things that come with being a former president. Um, but that's that's what I think right now. What do you think? Yeah, I, that sounds good, but I, I just don't know if I if I can trust him. I can't I can't trust the statement he made. You read this morning. I can't. Yeah. I don't feel like can we trust? What are these people going to do? Are mm-hmm. they just gonna? casually go back home peacefully i mean uh hopefully some of them get arrested and thrown thrown in jail or or convicted for their actions uh to breaking the law you know for what they did and should be held accountable to such uh i'm not sure how that will work you know and um 
but where do, where do these people go next? I mean, are they just going to go home on the 20th and just let this go by? Or is this created a, a stream of, of action that is going to pop up again, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know... Um, I don't know what the the best thing is for the country. Is the best thing for the country for an, for someone like President Trump, who yes, he's the president, and yes, that office is is important, and um, and is a long history of men who fulfilled that role, and some have done it worth with worth with honor, and some have done things that have brought shame on the office. True, but. Um, and we've never had a president removed from office. I mean, Nixon was, uh, Watergate was pretty significant. Uh, the th- he resigned because he resigned, yeah. because there was he had he, he was told that he would be removed from office, that he would be convicted by the Senate. Um, and um, you know, I, I don't know if 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 seeing Trump removed from office is the right thing, right? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Yeah. I, I, yesterday I was saying the 25th Amendment needed to be invoked because it seemed like he was not fit, as the, as the, as the, the statement said, was not fit to, to serve and to right. lead. Um, and so, but if he has listened to hard counsel that has said they will remove you and you will be, I mean, this will you'll be the president that was removed from office because you could not accept your own defeat. I hope that's true. Right. I really and, hope that's true. I mean, you know, I think if I think it could have happened based upon the events of yesterday, but I think if there is anything else that occurs, uh, that there is a political momentum to, to carry yeah. that out. I think it's present right now. I think that um, there's enough of a danger to uh, our republic, the way our democracy works, that... I think there is significant political momentum and, and enough mm-hmm. uh, to to go ahead and um, remove him, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see if uh, I mean it's day to day on what sorts of things are going to happen. You know, look, the electoral college uh, reading of these votes was the final straw, yeah. the final step before. Yeah. Uh, the installment of a new president, which will happen on uh, the nineteenth of this month. Yeah, you know, so you know, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal. It actually, was there? I was up last night, and it was in the paper this morning. And uh, um, you know, it, it basically the article is with title like the the nation was shaken, but the country was shaken. And the article was looking at what does this do for Biden? Like you have a man who a large group of them. So much I want him to be president, they're willing to, like, knock down the doors of the Capitol to make sure the Electoral College doesn't go through. I mean, how do you lead that group of people, right? I mean, that's... Those two and the, uh, another group of people, you know, um, they, they... Let's just be honest. There's a large group of people in the country that that hate everything that these people stand for. And their support of Trump and everything else is just more... Uh, reason for them to dis- dislike them, to hate them. And he's, those are the people that a lot of them voted for Biden, right? And so, yeah. like, you know, he's supposed to lead both of these groups, right? Yeah. Um, and Trump did not do a very good job of leading the country. He led, he did a good job of leading his little group of supporters, but didn't lead the actual country. Um, how does Biden bring this together? And the, the article was like, it, it does put him in a very difficult situation. Um, however, it, this could be, the moment 
that awakens everyone and goes, whoa, look what's, look what our, like, um, this, our anger, our emotions untapped leads to. Maybe we need to, like, take some reflection on this. And maybe this will actually, Biden gets to lead a nation more united um, during his presidency. It's just kind of, so he presented this kind of, like, what if, potentiality, what will this day, or what will yesterday what will be the aftermath of it? Well, uh, I think... A lot of swords and sabers have been put back on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's... So there will still be division. Yeah. And that's certain. Now, I think the reason that your question is really valid is that it's a really, really important and uncertain question right now. What is the Republican Party going to be right. in... A month right. and a year. Right. Because... Two years, there's another there's a midterm election. Right. Where are they going to be there? What do they stand for? I mean, to think about what has happened in the last four years, the, keep in mind the Republican Party didn't want Donald Trump, right. but then as politicians are wont to do, he was elected and they said, well, he's he says he's our guy. He says he's a Republican, so we have to work with him now. And then not only did many people adjust... Some people jumped on board fully yeah. with the Trump paradigm, right. and now um, one thing to, that is pretty straightforward is with uh, both Democratic senators winning their elections in Georgia, mm-hmm. which was also in the middle of all of this. Happened the day before, by, by the way. <laughs> by the way, uh, we also want to uh, tell you that we're pretty certain that uh, Ossoff won as well as Warnock in. Georgia, and so the Democrats will control the Senate. And and most and most political experts will say that one of the major variables that caused those Democrats to win was Trump. Yes. Not being able to, to to say that the vote in Georgia in November was legitimate, and the call with the Secretary of State that got released by the Washington Post. Right. I mean, that's just like people were like. They even though the, the the results were like razor thin, yeah. um, he didn't help right. the cause. Right, it's very difficult to have a message uh, that says, "Hey, get out the vote." By the way, it's all rigged, and you can't trust any right. of the results. Right, and what are the, the what are the Republican candidates supposed to say? <laughs> right, and and that's the messaging that Donald Trump himself has been carrying for the last month. Right, and, and w- not to mention his focus has been largely on his own election. Right. And uh, however, uh, the way politics works, in my understanding, is how, however you want to analyze uh, whatever you want to say his messaging was, it was a loss for him that both Democrats won the election in Georgia, which has been in the past a reliably Republican state. Yes, it's been purple by some estimations, right. but yesterday Georgia was blue. Right. And so that is a repudiation of Trump. When you add that to all of the events of yesterday and the way that he came off, uh, the signal. <laughs> One thing that politicians know how to do is to read what the people are saying and what what was being said yesterday is that this Trump horse is not one that's going to win for us right. uh, in the future. And what does that leave a Republican Party that during the kind of Romney-Ryan era wanted to come off as fiscally conservative and had a plan for a balanced budget and these sorts of things, small government, when this 
temporary populist Republican Party under Donald Trump didn't necessarily have a lot of principles other than it was going along with the program that Trump carried. Uh, and it's not just now that it looks like Donald Trump is uh, going to be left behind. A lot of people jumped on board with him. And where is the Republican Party left when it doesn't look wise to have anything to do with Donald Trump or his family or his followers for the future? Yeah, I, I don't, you know... Um I, yeah, it's it's a it's a fascinating question because I mean, political parties have come and gone before. Uh, you know, this could be the the, this could be the, the the story that we come back to and why the Republican Party is dead and there's a new party that has taken over because America has been a two party system, you know, by accident really uh, since the beginning and so it seems that I don't know if this leads to maybe multi parties or a, a new party arises. That is a combination of some conservative values or whatever. I'm not really sure, but I'm not really sure. And I'll be honest: the one, the one individual to this whole thing that I probably have lost a lot of uh, respect for is probably Ted Cruz. I think him and uh, is it Holly? Josh Holly. Yeah. yeah, Josh Holly, Missouri. Missouri. They, they. This was a political bet on their mind and their minds. So they're like, well, we're gonna, we're gonna be the guys at the end of the day that supported the president and to, to the end, and then in four years we're gonna get paid back. And I think they they gambled yep. wrong. I yep. think that they 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 found out that their their cards in their hands were really worthless. Right. And that they thought they had a royal flush. Right. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I don't know if their presidential futures are over, but I would say they're not very good. Right. Um, and it definitely. I mean, I think everyone was like, "Why is Ted Cruz supporting this?" It, it was all. I, I don't know how anyone could say, think any otherwise. It was about the election of four years. Yeah. And uh, that Trump would be the guy with his hand around you and said, "This is my man. He supported me to the end, and he's gonna, he's gonna, uh, he's gonna win the election, you know, for us." And um, who wants to be the guy with that Donald Trump's arm around them right. in four years? Right. You know, and, and it's tough uh, for kind of your typical politician because, for instance, um, Mitt Romney is one of. Uh, the people who for the last four years has had a very difficult time because he's been principled. He's yeah. regularly spoken out against uh, right. certain things that Donald Trump has proposed. And uh, so I've heard his name mentioned as, uh, I mean, what a problem. Mitt Romney has never been uh, an, a super popular uh, person. He certainly didn't uh, perform that well as a presidential candidate. Um, but these are the sorts of people right now who are looking around going, what do we put together for the future? Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, all the cards are going to have to be put on the table and reorganization and a, a new beginning uh, because this is a this is a dumpster fire uh, yeah. right now and uh, led uh, by the president. That Yeah, and I don't know what what's next for President Trump. I mean... History will remember. He will go down in history as one of the worst presidents of all time. Not probably more. Not it, it won't have anything to do with what he accomplished or didn't accomplish. It'll it'll be the uh, it'll be uh, the white supremacy protests in Virginia, right? It'll be um, the the phone call with the Ukrainians. It will be the Russian. You know, all these. It's gonna be. Uh, and then this event, obviously, in the election, right? All these events of what defined his presidency, no one will talk about tax cuts. Nobody will talk about, 
you know, the 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 stock market being at a record high. Nobody's going to talk about unemployment being at one of its lowest before COVID. They're going to talk about, I, mean, I didn't even mention COVID. Sorry, yeah. I didn't even yeah. mention that. It's going to be the, all of these things. And our children and our grandchildren are going to go, how could that possibly, how could our country have elected this man to be president? And we're going to go, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I have no idea how. But it happened. And, uh, and this was the end of it. Yeah. You know, he led a mob of people that attacked and sieged the, the Capitol building. Right. And so, uh, you know, we wanted to cover this today. Uh, look, as, as we've said before, uh, these, these phrases that we used to hear in civics class and in government and high school and these sorts of things, look, the rule of law must be maintained. It's important stuff. Right. Uh, people need to live in a place where they can know that the way that society works today is the way that it'll work tomorrow, barring some agreed-upon methods to change it so that I can know where to look if things do change. I don't need to look to my TV and go, why are those people in the Capitol building on right. this important day? Right. Uh, wait, don't the people, don't the votes have to be counted today? Yes. I mean, that... It's, it has to happen, yeah. and so I I appreciate you know look we, we give our uh, senators and our congressmen a hard time yesterday they did their job they yeah. stayed up all yeah. night they did their work good for them well yeah. done yeah yeah I would encourage you I I actually did send a, a, an email to uh, our congressman and our two senators and and uh, and I think that's something we should do we should be more active we should. Uh, you know, I was talking. I talked to my kids yesterday about what happened, and I think, hey, pull out those old school of rock videos, uh, house, uh, schoolhouse of rock videos, and show your kids those those songs when we were, when we were kids. We sang about the the government and the balance government, the, the checks and balances yep. of that song, and then the the law. How does a law become a law? Like right. those different things. Like uh, you know, it's not about who's the, sh- the 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 one who speaks the loudest or the one who right. has the those Instagram followers. Those aren't the people who uh, create laws, and there's a process by which things happen. There's checks and balances. The president can't do whatever he wants. He's not a king. He's not an emperor. Right. Um, and there is checks and balances. And you saw that actually mm-hmm. on Wednesday. You saw checks and balances as Congress affirmed the election and this man who thinks it's wrong he doesn't get to uh decide what is right and wrong right what the people do and and, and they, they elect representatives to follow through right on those laws so right. um anything else you want to mention about wednesday uh so uh uh next week we'll actually be uh, we've got a few articles and essays right. that you've sent that i need to get to reading i haven't read yet i think you'll like them yeah so uh we'll be talking about something uh that jackson's got cooked up and so looking forward to that and uh so yeah this has been empires of the future yes we'll see you in the future okay.